Holy Chatter. Our learning is dedicated to Avram Chaim Ben Yehudit. He should have a full Rafuashalema. Okay, so what we're talking about tonight is what if there's somebody in your life that is a gossiper, someone that just says a lot of Lashon Hara, someone that's very, very negative, that was someone that likes to talk about other people um, in a negative light. What do you do if this person is very close to you? What if What do you do if this person uh, is your family member, um, someone that you want to stay re- connected to, you have a relationship with, you're close to? What do you do if that person is a full-time gossiper? So um, he says like this. He says the halacha is, is that if that you can if you can influence that person to improve, let's say let's take divorce holy chatter thing together. Um, let's learn a minute a day on I don't know some, something that has to do with the power of speech. Um, let's do breakthrough where he learned the power of speech. Um, if that can influence the person, then amazing. But if you know that that wouldn't work then avoiding that person is the next option if it won't cause any hard feelings. If you can avoid being in that person's environment for an extended period of time or any kind of period of time, even if it's going to cost the relationship, you have to avoid it because it's really, really damaging. It's really damaging to be an extra person that is so toxic, that has a lot of toxicity in them and has to speak and has to put people down and all of that it really needs to be something that you you're careful with that your energy doesn't get affected by it. If, however, the situation is unavoidable, you live with this person, this person is your spouse, this person is your mother, this person is someone that you really can't avoid, then it should be minimized as much as possible, meaning the interaction needs to be minimized with this person. If it's not going to help to in, to influence the person positively and trying different ways of like really bringing it to their attention, it's not going to help, then you should avoid it. You should avoid it. And if it's unavoidable, then it should be minimized as much as possible, the interaction. And then he goes on and he teaches us something about anger. He says that anger is a human trait, right? And only the rarest individuals really conquer it completely. And that means that the rest of us, if we want to avoid hurting others, we're constantly in this battle to rein ourselves in, right? Like hold ourselves back. And many people think that even if they win, some battles with anger, like here you won, over there you won, small battles, ultimately you really, you lose the war because you do get angry, you do lose your cool, Do you do yell, you do scream, like, come on, like, let's be real, like, you know, I'm not going to be able to fully curtail this because it's really a part of me. So yeah, here and there, I don't blow up. Here and there, I, I, I hold myself back, but usually, like, this is how I am. So he says, don't be fooled for a second. You have to remember that there's a whole other way to look at the situation. Rather than focusing on the fact that you're inevitably going to fail, okay? Once in a while, you're going to fail, you're going to scream, you're going to lose it, you're going to be angry, okay? Inevitably, that's going to happen. Instead, focus on the times that you were successful in, in curtailing your anger, the times that hey, the person said something that normally would trigger you and all of a sudden you reacted in a way that you're a lot more, you're just proud of yourself for reacting. You didn't lose your cool. You didn't respond in the same tone. You didn't, you know, bite back. And think about those times. Think about the times where you were able to control yourself, where you were able to not, to stay above it and not totally fall into the anger. And think about those times. And once you think about those times and how you were able to control yourself in those times, then it'll be much easier for you next time things come up because you'll have a lot more tools. And also remember that every single time, and this is where we fall as Jews, this is where we fall because we have a little bit of this like black and white 
look on reality that if I can't do it all, then forget it. If I can't wear fully tzniyas, then how am I going to walk around with a, just a hair covering and pants? Like, how am I going to, you know, just uh, light candles and, and drive my car? Like, how how do I do, like, how do I talk Lashon Hara and go to shul and daven on Shabbos? Like, how do, you know, how do you... Com- combine it's like it's like I'm a hypocrite but no you're not because it's not an all or nothing religion it's a step by step bit by bit bite by bite like that's that's how it goes so if you're able to curtail your anger you're able to stop yourself here and there you have to know that even though you didn't fully completely conquer that mida called kas anger every single time you do Every single time you do, every single time you conquer anything for a day or two, uh, a time or two, that's still what it does. It builds it builds resilience within you, and the next time it's going to be easier, and the next time you're going to have a bit better time, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take you to that place you want to get to eventually. Bezalat Hashem. So don't mitigate what you are doing and your successes and the times that you do catch yourself and don't say the lashon hara or don't get upset or don't retaliate and act back. Those are priceless moments that are building you internally and that's what growth that's how growth happens that's how that's how that's how we grow in essence from these bit by bit time by time it's not all or nothing it's not black and white have a good night